Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you once again today for another time of reasoning and exploring your word for our edification, comfort, and consolation. Help us today bring out the bread of life to feed and refresh us. Give us also the water of life that we may be refreshed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, my listeners, I thank you once again for making yourself available, giving yourself access to this opportunity to hear a reminder of the Word of God in as much as we are all focusing on the coming of the Lord Jesus. Of course, our focus is countdown to the rapture count down to the rapture. The last episode you listened to was titled, Why Believers Should Not Steal. Today we are second, taking a second part of that counsel. While I, as a believer in Jesus Christ, you, as a believer in Jesus Christ, should not yield ourselves to stealing to be called thieves. From the book of Zechariah chapter 5, which we read the other day, we can see clearly that God in his infinite mercy have already shown man what we ought to do or what we are not supposed to do. And here in this uh, Zechariah chapter 5 verse 1, I want to read it to verse 4. Then I turned and raised my eyes and saw there a flying scroll and he said to me, what do you see? I said, so I answered, I see a flying scroll. Its length is 20 cubits and its width is 10 cubits. Then he said to me, this is the curse that goes out over the face of the whole earth. Every thief shall be expelled according to this side of the scroll and every pejorah shall be expelled according to that side of it. Verse 4, I will send out the curse, says the Lord of hosts. It shall enter the house of the thief and the house of the one who, we who swears falsely by my name. It shall remain in the midst of his house and consume it with its timber and stones. Now, in this second episode on the topic why believers should not steal. We want to consider another level of stealing. The first one we looked at is like going to your neighbor and dispossessing him of his valuable asset, and then you use it for yourself. Today we are looking at it in another way. God said everywhere human beings live around the earth, there is a messenger from heaven described symbolically here as a scroll, as a sheet of paper. The length is twice the width. On one side, it is written curses concerning a thief. On the other side, curses concerning liars. So today we are still talking about stealing. And so we see that the last part of the fourth verse, it says these curses we remain in the house of the person 
and consume it with the timber and stones. Definitely, we know that talking about house in that age, they used timber and stones to build houses. Now we are the temple of the living God. So compare this to how we are. You see, Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. So we, God made man and left a vacuum where he will occupy to give man a sense of fulfillment, sense of being complete, a sense of being a human. So, but when we go without God, we are empty, we are vague, we become unfulfilled. But you see, if we expose ourselves to stealing, then it won't be long. The spirit of God that keeps our life ticking will seemingly step aside and leave us with hollow on the inside. And then whatever we do, whatever we think we can achieve on earth, will all be emptiness, vain, and vexation of spirit. So the kind of stealing, another style of stealing we are looking at today can be found in the book of Jeremiah chapter 22. Look at verse 13. Woe to him who builds his house by unrighteousness and his chambers by injustice. Who uses his neighbor's service without wages and gives him nothing for his work. Now, this is another pattern of stealing. Somebody employs labor and the laborers will work their strength, their energy out. And at the end of the day, what happens? The master will come around and just say, well, I don't have money to give you. Or you might not even say anything. He just walks away and expect the laborer to just manage. Maybe first day, second day, maybe a weekly kind of wages or maybe monthly, or maybe daily, and he doesn't want to pay. And that becomes a very serious problem as far as God is concerned. That is another form of stealing. Is any of us guilty of that kind of stealing? Today we need to repent. Look at it again in James, the book of James chapter 5. I'm reading from verse 1 to verse 8, and it reads, Come now, you rich. Weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Verse 2. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are cor corroded and their corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Indeed, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields that is, harvested your fields for you, which you kept back by fraud, cry out. And the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. You have lived on the earth in pleasure and luxury. You have fattened your hearts as a, in a day of slaughter. You have condemned, you have murdered the just. He does not resist you. Seven. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain. Verse 8. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. So come down to the rapture focuses on the fact that no matter the situations we face, no matter the injustice and oppression we suffer, sometimes in the hand of oppressors, 
we are supposed to treat ourselves with patience because the Lord Jesus is coming. You see, if we do not keep our focus on the purpose of the coming of the Lord, that is the rapture, then it won't be long. We will be distracted and want to live a life that is like the ones we see others doing, as the scriptures say, because sentence against criminal conduct is not executed speedily. Therefore, the hearts of men are settled on committing crime with impunity. But you and I cannot go on like that because we have the hope of the coming of the Lord. So beloved brother, sister, if you at any time have hired the labor of people to work for you, and at the end of the day, you play politics with their wages, now that is another form of stealing. It's an advanced one. The person does not have strength to challenge you and you have upper hand and you are not ready to settle him. When he goes home, the cry of God, the book of Malachi is saying the same thing. When the cry reaches heaven, heaven will fight back. And that is why there are curses that will come upon the people. So what is the solution? Whatever you do, somebody does to you, you will not like it. Please keep away from doing that to anybody. If you work somebody for somebody and he doesn't pay you, you won't like it. If anybody works for you, please pay the person and you too will be happy and the person will go home and rejoice with his family. That is the word of God for us today. So as many of us as are expecting the coming of the Lord, do not oppress anybody. Do not treat anybody unfairly. God will, he says, I will in no wise clear the guilty. Today, let's turn our hearts around and do the things that will please the Lord. And we shall expect him. And when he comes, he will embrace us into the rapture. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.